Welcome to the Why Wait Podcast. My name is Julie. My name is Beth, and we are your hosts. We are two sisters who love life coaching and are ready to ask you the question, why wait? Life is precious, and too many times we hold back, have fear or believe thoughts that leave us waiting. We understand we've been there. Join us as we help you progress and find personal fulfillment through knowledge as we teach you tools that will enable you to love yourself more fully and improve your own life. No more waiting. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Why We Wait podcast with Julie and I. My name is Beth. Hello, I'm Julie. (laughs) Um, Before we get started, Julie and I just got back from Idaho at a five-day, well, no, it was more like four days, but we were gone for five but it was a women's retreat that we did. And you guys, we want you to know that when we do our next one in the fall, we want you to come because it was so awesome and we learned so much and it was incredible to be with so many amazing women that are just trying to live their very best life. And they are living their best life, but they just don't know it. And they just need that confidence or encouragement or positive um, affirmations that they are. So Julie, do you want to say anything about it before we talk about what we're talking about? I think, I think we should do a whole breakdown of the podcast of like what we learned and I already have the title, but yes, I like, (laughs) I loved it. Um, and, and for me, it was kind of my first retreat, right. With a bunch of women besides girls camp or friends. And so it was a really unique experience as far as like watching women come and choose to commit that time and money and energy to themselves and to the betterment of themselves and their families and their lives. And that was super empowering. So we loved it and we booked the next one. So stay tuned. We'll yep. have details shortly. Yeah. So if any of you women that came to that retreat are listening, we love you and thank you for coming and just being vulnerable and um, just making the whole thing just an incredible experience. So yeah. Um, Julie and I, one thing that we um, experience, a lot of these podcasts that we do come from experiences we have with different clients or a repeated situation that comes up that we really feel like, you know what, let's talk about it, put it out there on the table, and then you can kind of pick and choose or think about what it is for you. And the topic that we wanted to talk about today is your health. Um, The kind of the title that we t- was changing your health based on your health, not your looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to me, um, when I started coaching and I, a lot of women came to me because I had done keto for six years and they really wanted to do it. They just didn't want to have to worry about doing all the research and understanding recipes and what they're supposed to do. <clears throat> I started a, a group where it was called commit to your health. And the reason why I chose that word was because Health is a condition of being sound in your body, your mind, and your spirit. Yes. But Julie, Julie brought up brought up a super good point before we started recording that I'm gonna I want her to share with you about health. Yeah. So I agree with that, right? But I also was like listening because we had decided to do this topic yesterday, and then I was listening to podcasts throughout my day, and just a couple thoughts came up of like, here's one tricky thing: is our brains are great manipulators and little salespeople. And ultimately it wants the easiest route. Okay. So if it decides that losing weight or 
changing something in our bodies with our minds or something is hard, it's going to bring in um, knowledge or truth that you've decided and use it against you. So like I could say, I'm not going to lose weight. I'm just going to get healthy. Well, that's such a large bubble up in the air to fill that like my brain would be like, well, what does that even mean? Well, let's sit down on the couch and think about it for a little bit. Right. Or, or, well, you are pretty, like, it'll convince me that I'm already healthy. I don't need to put in any extra effort because that would be hard or changing my eating. Like, it'll just convince you to kind of stay the same. And so, um, I just thought, oh, since we coach and since we deal a lot with that, that thought of those thoughts, thoughts in our heads and how, like, what seems to be a good thought can actually flip a corner and come right back at you and be more harmful. So then I was just talking to Beth. I'm like, okay, so what is health though? What does healthy mean? Does it mean, um, you know, that your blood work looks good? Does it mean you can run a mile? Does it mean you eat only green vegetables? Does it mean, so she had a good, a good, uh, explanation. You want to explain what you think health is? Yeah. And a thought just came to me too, when Julie said that, when, before I tell you my thoughts about the, um, the explanation, like maybe it's a good thing to do is to sit down and write down what a, the definition of health looks like to you, yes. like get, get more clear about it and, and write down according to your mind, what healthy is or what health it looks like yeah. to you. What's, what's uh, in your bubble. <laughs> so I thought of it like a triangle where you've got your body, your mind, and your spirit. And so it's a condition of those things being in like in order, um, whole. And so, you know, just, okay. So I'll give an example with me. Um, when I'd go to the gym a lot and I'd work out, I was really doing a lot of stuff for my body. Like I was going to weight classes. I was going to boot camps. I was cardio step. I was on the elliptical. I was on the treadmill climbing mountains. Uh, I was on the spin bike. I was on everything. I did all of it. Um, and my triangle got a little bit more tilted and distorted because I was not working on my mind. So if you think of it as a triangle body, mind, and spirit, I felt like my spirit, I was working on my spirituality really well but I felt like my mind kind of got out of whack, got a, get a lot of, got a little bit distorted. So over time that became more and more prominent. So to me, if I were to reevaluate again over my life, I don't feel like I was in a really healthy place because my body looked great and it was fine. And spiritually speaking, I felt like I was doing a good job, but really my mind was just getting more and more distorted and kind of steering off into a path that was making things a little bit more difficult for me. And so when I decided to start working on my mind and kind of get that triangle back into place and a little bit more set and balanced, I had to do some deep diving and question myself about my health in regards to my mind, my mindset. Mm. So to me, health is about, it's about that triangle. It's about the whole system, your spirit, your body, your mind. How is it? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, I agree. And I agree with that. And so, and the, the good part is each person's definition is going to be a little different because we're not the same. That's why you can't go, you know, run the mile and eat this type of food and do this type of prayer and, it, and be as happy as the next person. It's not going to be the same. And it's also going to change from day to day. Like 
you might have a prescription that I wake up and I meditate and then I say my prayers and I eat a healthy breakfast and then I go for a run and then I work and then I come home and spend family time and whatever. Well, that might be healthy for that day, but the next day you might be sick or there might be a, so what's healthy for that day. So I think it does, you do need to get in your brain and answer that question. Otherwise your, your brain will be like, I don't know, let's just be really vague and just keep doing our easy, bad habits because I don't know what you're talking about. That's too, that's too big of a definition. And so if you decide like right now in my life, this is what health would feel like to me. This is what healthy being healthy would feel like. It would be moving more or, um, eating more health fruits and vegetables, you know, praying more, being more in tune to the spirit and your heavenly father, and then trying to achieve that on a daily basis. And then I think you have to reassess, um, where you're at along the way and have regular check-ins and just kind of keep thinking like, how do I feel today? Do I feel healthy? My body feel good. Is there any improvements I'd like to, to make? And just try to do that from a level point of view. Yeah. And I'm a visual learner. Hmm. So for me, if I was sitting here listening to this and thinking to myself, okay, I want to stop being obsessed with getting to a certain weight or getting in certain pair of jeans, or it's like been going on too many years of my life and I'm done with it. I just want to be a healthy person. So remember, you know, the definition of health is that you are in your sound in your body, your mind, and your spirit. So with me, I would take that triangle and I literally would write body, mind, spirit on each of the corners. Mm-hmm. And I would just write things out. Like, how is that? How is, how is it all going? Am I, am I on track? And then reevaluate that triangle in a week or a month, or just like finding ways that you can really take an honest look at it. And maybe even have someone you trust in your life <clears throat> that you can say from your observations, because I'll tell you, I'll be a little vulnerable here. Okay. Um, (laughs) my husband, he would get so mad at me because I would go to a morning five 30 class body pump or whatever. And that day would be great. We'd do great. We'd have a dessert though at night and I'd kind of panic. So I'd want to quickly run to the gym late at night after we'd got the little ones to bed. And I would want to go on the treadmill and climb for 45 minutes. And he would say, why are you doing that? That's so crazy. That's so weird. In my head, I'm like, no, it's fine. Like the kids are down. The younger kids are down just 45 minutes. I just want to go do it. Come with me. And so it didn't seem weird to me. And then he would, I didn't do it all the time. I just did it randomly. But over time I had another friend, we were on a trip with these friends and I wanted to, we were in Victoria, Canada. And I just wanted to walk everywhere. I wanted to walk up to the mansion. I wanted to walk up to the parliament. I wanted to walk everywhere. And they're like, are you crazy? And I was like, no, no, no. I want to get my steps in. And they're like, we're on vacation. We don't want to do that. Stop it. So you see, it took them to shake my head and be like, this is ridiculous. You're being crazy. Yeah. And so sometimes it helps a trusted friend that we really believe that will be honest with us to help us go. How do you like, when you think about me, do you think I've got like a healthy look at my, my body or my mind? And like, what do you think? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think what we started thinking is we were listening to women who say, I just, I got to quit working out. I got to quit obsessing, right? Like you were obsessing about the body and the probably matching the points and the calories and that. And I just, that you, what you really ultimately want is to feel good in your brain. Like 
you just don't want to worry. You don't want to have the peace. You, you want to have the peace. You don't want to obsess over what you're eating or what you're not doing or what you're doing. You just want to feel good. And the chances are you felt good at some point and you're trying to get back to that, right? Or you're just trying to feel better. So you do, 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 do where a lot of times it's just getting in your brain and going, all right, am I healthy? What is health? What feels good to me? Quit comparing yourself with the world or your neighbor or that you are the best judge of yourself and you have the answers for yourself. And so if you just stop and be still and listen and write and just think you will come up with the best answers of, of what you need to do in your life right now. And always start small. Don't go cut all sugar and carbs out and run five miles every day and meditate for three hours because willpower runs out faster when you're shaming yourself. Well, it's going to run out anyways. You want to add shame to that because you should have been that way. It's going to run out in 75% of the time. Like you have a week, but um, just, just kind of get in there and know that you have the answers and um, try and find some of those those thoughts that are not serving you. And I'll, I'll tell you, lots of them start with should, I should work out. I should eat healthier. I should serve more. I should pray. Okay. Maybe, but do you want to do all of those things? Is that something you actually desire? So quit lying to yourself, choose what you actually would like to do and make a list and just move ahead a little bit at a time. And as you start to notice my other to my other advice is to start to notice what you're already doing well. That is what is going to build forward motivation and momentum is when you're looking at yourself like, Hey, good job. You ate well today. You woke up today. You took care of your kids today. Then you're going to reach inside and be like, I think I have a little more energy for whatever healthy thing you want to do. Is it spending time with your family? Is it going for a quick walk? Right. But when you're shaming yourself all day long, your energy will be zapped just from the exhaustion of trying to combat your shoulds and your shame and the guilt and just be happy with you. Start there. Yeah. And one more little thing to add mm -hmm. to this is mm -hmm. it really does help to have a coach. Mm -hmm. And we're not just saying that because we coach. Mm -hmm. Coaches can see blind spots. It's just like on a field if you played a sport or you, your kids play a sport, you'll notice the coach is on the side of the field because he gets a bird's eye view of what's going on. So the player might be in his own realm or her own realm, and they might be the goalie or the defender, or they might be, you know, a center or whatever it is. And the coach can see things that that player cannot see. And so that coach is able to give you a perspective and they'll pull you out and say, they, Hey, come here. I need to talk to you. Okay. When that person comes, make them go left or make them go right. So you can take your thoughts and make them go left, make them go right, whatever they need to move. The coach is seeing the whole game and they can help you make sure that you are the best performer for yourself on that field or that court or that track, whatever it is, they see things that you don't see. So getting a coach and helping you with your health is huge. Mm -hmm. It really is. It, it quits the cycle of the spinning in your brain and like, I can't figure this out or what's wrong with me or blah, 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 blah. We help you stop those thoughts right away because that doesn't help. And then just find some more empowering actions and thoughts that will, that will make you forward progress happen faster and more um, long-term. That's the other key. 
willpower only lasts for so long because you're white knuckling through it and it's not fun. It's painful. I always say you're putting yourself in jail and then you get out and you never want to go back in. And so if it takes a little longer, so be it because you want it to last. Um, I have one quote that I agree with from Joyce Meyer. Didn't she write um, the husband book? What's it called? Proper care oh, and feeding of a husband. I, I don't know. No, no, no. I think that's Laura. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay. Well, Joyce jo- Meyer is a pastor. Okay. She said, I believe the greatest gift you can give your family and the world is a healthy you. And I agree. Um, your kids don't care what you look like. They just care if you're happy. Your husband doesn't care what you look like. He just wants you to be happy. And so take that to yourself. I don't care what I look like. Let's be happy and healthy. Okay, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Julie and I, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on our Why Wait podcast. If you want to share us with your family and friends, we would love it. The best way to do that is to leave us a review on iTunes or on any podcast platform that you are listening to us on. Also, as our gift to you, we have free Friday coaching every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. The link will be in the show notes and we would love to see you there. Have a great week.